It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. the Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Jack Fritz in for James Seltzer today. It is Go Birds Radio with my guy, Elliot Shore Parks, live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook. I mean, you talk about branding, Elliot. That is some strong brand work. I mean, it's just why I love Parks Sportsbook, right? The last name is in it. But, man, I'm just I'm happy to have you here. I feel like it's probably been, first of all, it's been a while since we were able to do a show here, obviously because of everything that's been going on. But it's been a while since uh, me and you did a show. So. I know. I know. We, we braved the elements. We did. I was up at uh, probably 7 a.m. this morning tracking the radar. People that listen to Go Birds know I'm a big weather guy, always checking to see what's going on. Seems like it died, died down quite a bit, so I'll be checking it throughout the show, let people know if the, the forecast is changing. I will say it is interesting. Um, I feel like you're kind of following the Howard Eskin career path. He's a big, he's a big weather guy as well. He, he seems more of though like he does it from his gut. Yeah, I don't think he's like checking all the websites and the he, radars like I. He's Elliot he has, Parks, who is delusional. Yeah, there he well, is. well, and and Howard is a bit takey with it. Like he, yes, he gives weather takes. I save, and, I save my takes for the sports when it comes to weather. Yeah, when, when you're dead serious. Yes, exactly. Especially on stuff like the weather, um, it's important. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. It is Go Birds Radio. Elliot, I have already placed a parlay. Uh, you I, did. I came in. You have the Parks Casino Sportsbook ticket sitting right in front of you. I walked in, yes. and I said, you know what? 
Here's my five bucks. So we will be monitoring this very closely. I got Iowa minus six and a half and Arkansas minus three and a half going on during the show. Well, I know you've been following both Arkansas and Iowa throughout their season. So I, I know these are well-informed mm, bets you're placing. You, right I know now. you're. I know you're saying that in jest, but I love my Hawkeyes. Okay. I, I would say All I'm right. the biggest Iowa fan that's ever hosted Go Birds. That's probably true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably, the that's only probably way true. To do this. Yeah. All right, Elliot. It's been a big week uh, in the NFL. A lot of stuff going on. Russell Wilson ends up getting traded to Denver. Yeah. Um, Carson Wentz back in the division. Back in the division. Just is... what a gift, by the way. Just when it comes to content and talk radio and Carson, like they're just perfect together. And I'm just happy Carson is back in our lives. Well, it's so funny too. Just when you think Carson's gone, first off, he's back, and he's in the division, so they're going to play him twice a year. Now we get to face Ben four times a I year. Know. Which is equally as funny. It's amazing. Like our two, the two guys that I would say are the biggest current villains in the city. We get a face a couple times a year, which is great for us. Well, Carson will only be once because he'll be gone in a year from You're Washington. Right. But I, for at least next year, he, he, you know, he'll be there. I do hope he's renting. In, yes, I do hope he's renting. Yeah, I would not suggest buying out there. Uh, Jason Kelsey is back, which is great news for the Eagles as always. And the Calvin Ridley news is out there. We, we'll, we'll touch on that, Elliot. Would you say that this was a, a good week overall for the Eagles, or was this a negative week for the Eagles? So I actually think this was a very concerning week for the Eagles. You mentioned some of the positives that did happen. Obviously, Jason Kelsey coming back, massive news for this team. He's the MVP of the offense. He's arguably the MVP of the entire team when you take into account this team pretty much only won last year because of their offensive line, and he's the best player on it, arguably. So that's great news. Uh, Carson coming back to the NFCs, that's great news because you can pretty much cross Washington out when it comes to competing for the division next year. But I thought this week was actually a pretty disappointing week for the Eagles because coming into the offseason and building off what the Eagles did last year, I think you looked at the assets they had and said, okay, this team has a chance to really improve themselves in a significant way. They had the three first-round picks. They have the most cap space in the NFC East, the fifth most in the NFC. And you could see a world where building off the 9-8 and, uh, and eight season last year that they, came, that they finished with, Sirianni taking step forwards, where you could say, all right, Howie has a strong offseason, and next year they could really compete. They can really be a competitive team. And I thought this week was a major blow to that because Russell Wilson's now off the board. I think acquiring Russell Wilson would have been the right decision. I would have paid the price that the Broncos did in that trade to acquire Russell Wilson. Uh, then, so I thought him getting moved was a big blow. Aaron Rodgers staying in the NFC. That makes the Packers obviously better than they would have been had they had Jordan Love. I think another way when you looked at this offseason and how the Eagles could improve was Rodgers might have been out of here, right? He could have gone to the AFC. And then you look at the rest of the conference, and there's not a lot of teams you're worried about. There's the Rams. Obviously, Russell Wilson's gone. So the Packers getting Aaron Rodgers back I think is bad news. But also, you look at the free agency class, and a lot of the elite-level receivers got tagged. And where this team really needs to improve is the receiver position. They need somebody opposite Devontae, especially if you're going to have Jalen Hurts back. You need to put as much talent around him as possible. So at the beginning of the year, I thought there was a lot of hope about significant improvement. Now after this week, I sit back and I say, the really only way this team can improve that, that I see is A, how he absolutely nails these draft picks, and I think there will be a fair amount of skepticism from the fan <laughs> yeah, base yeah. that that's going to happen, yeah. or B, Jalen Hurts take a takes a massive step forward. Could that happen? I'm not ruling it out. But if you would have told me going into the offseason the best chances had the, the team had of improving was Jalen Hurts uh, taking a big step forward, I would have not felt as good about that. So watching all these 
uh, players come off the board, watching Russell Wilson come off the board. They have all these assets. I just don't think they're going to have anybody to spend them on anymore, and I think that's concerning moving into next season. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. Jack Fritz, Elliot Short Parks, live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook. And, Elliot, I hear what you're saying, and I know you and a lot of this city, it feels like, oh, we got to push our chips in. we got to compete next year. And I am here today to say I am beyond proud of the Eagles and how they handled this week. I am so, so happy that Russell Wilson is not a Philadelphia Eagle. I am so happy that they look at last year through the correct lens. I am so sick and tired of having to hear, oh, well, they they made the playoffs in Sirianni's first year, and that should mean something. When in reality, all they did was beat up on absolute scrubs. And when you're looking and evaluating the future of this team, I am glad that they're not viewing this as they did in 2017, which was we got a young quarterback, we got to build around him, and we got to go all in. This team is not ready to go all in. They are a, a, a football team, in my opinion, that is still transitioning, and that's okay. I don't know why in this city we can't just let the team be built the right way, why we can't just say, hey, we, we, they're coming off the Super Bowl window. There's been a bit of a downturn. we got to build this thing back up because, in reality, a lot of their best players are still on the older side. I, I know Mylotta and Dickerson are here. I know Goddard's a young player. I know Devontae. But you still have Jason Kelsey. You still have Lane Johnson. You have to replace Brandon Brooks. I think Driscoll will be fine. You have Fletcher Cox. You have Brandon Graham. You have one real linebacker at this point. You have Slay, who's over 30 at this point. You have no safeties. Like, this team still has to be built. So, all right, you, you, you said something that I, I want to touch on. You okay. said you're happy that, you're, that the Eagles appear to be building the right way. Yes. You know what the right way to build is? You add really good players to the roster. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's how you do it. Russell Wilson, really good player. Mike Williams, a receiver from the Chargers, he's not going to be coming here anymore. Michael Gallup, not going to be coming here. Chris Godwin, not going to be coming here. Like, the, the guys that the elite difference-making players that this team would have had a chance to add this offseason, they're gone. They're gone. Like, the rumor yesterday is that maybe they're going to add Chandler Jones. He's a good pass rusher. He's had a productive career. He's 32 years old. Like, free agency at this point, there's only a handful of guys that you can point to, like Marcus Williams, a safety from the Saints. He's a good young player, 25 years old. He's someone you could sign and build with. But outside of that, is like Juju Smith-Schuster making you feel like they're building the right way? Ultimately, what this team needed to do was add talent, and it's just going to be way harder to do that now with the way this week played out. So I understand what you're saying about, you know, Kelsey's older and all these things. In the NFL, you just try to win the following season. I remember back in 2016 where everyone's like, oh, don't worry, Carson's going to be here for 10 years. you got to make decisions with the longest view in the room. But instead, Howie went out. He added Alshon Jeffrey on a one-year deal. He added Torrey Smith, who was an older veteran at that point. Chris Long, LeGarrette Blunt. Like, he went out and he built around the team for players that could help them right now. And now the, the, the chances of them doing that are going down as these guys come off the board before free, free agency even begins. Yeah, but you know what gives me hope, Elliot? And, and, and believe me, I'm not, say, I'm not saying I want them to strike out, and I don't want them to add pieces to this, to this roster. My main thing is with Russ, you're giving up all the draft capital, which they, they had to give up two firsts and two seconds. Who knows what the Eagles— And players, right. Who knows what the Eagles would have had to have given up to get Russell Wilson here. So you give that up. You have he was he's gonna have to ask for a new contract. I would assume he's not gonna play on the twenty-seven million dollar cap right. that he would have. So my fear is that they were gonna be 
like Russell Wilson is me leaving the Seahawks, a team that won four games last year and was basically being propped up by him, and would come here and would be a similar roster, like not ready to really. Well, the Eagles' be. roster is better than the Seahawks. I agree roster. with you. Yeah, I agree with you. But yeah. it's not so much better to where Russell Wilson puts them like in the Rams category. I heard a lot of people say if they add Russell Wilson, they could be in the Rams of last year, and I just. When, when people say that, I just don't think they're looking at the Eagles roster for what it is, and they're trying to but, say, well, they made the playoffs last year and they won nine games without really watching what the team is. But you look at the Rams roster, right? And you're right. that They're not the Rams right now. But ultimately, the Rams last year when they traded for Matthew Stafford, they added Von Miller in the middle of the season. They added OBJ in the middle of the season, right? They have uh, Jalen Ramsey, who's the best cornerback in the league. The Eagles have a pretty good cornerback as well in Darius Slay. The bottom line is the Eagles just need better quarterback play. Like, that's it. They need better quarterback play, and they need the pass rush to improve. And the chances of improving the quarterback play took a dramatic hit this week. Unless you, I know you're a big Malik Willis guy. Yes. But unless you think a rookie in this draft is going to come in and win right away, their best bet right now is to hope Jalen Hurts improves and that's a risk i mean we're here at the parks casino app like that's a that's a bet that i would think would have long odds that he's going to be come in next year and he's going to be significantly better i think he could improve but he's not going to be russell wilson he's not going to be aaron Rodgers. he's not going to be any of these quarterbacks he's not going to be kyler murray like all these elite names that we've talked about the first two months of the offseason they're gone they're gone all these draft picks that they had to spend on people they can't use them anymore because these players are not available so this past week I thought was a major blow to like the watching the Eagles improve next year. I think the Eagles can still maybe be a playoff team. They can maybe win nine games again. But the, the chances of this team becoming a special team next year, I thought took a significant blow this week. And I'm glad. I'm glad. Which they, makes no sense. I'm Why? so yeah. glad. They're not ready for that moment. 215-592-9494. Put the phone calls in one second. The last reason why I think this is a good week and it gave me a little bit of hope is actually the Calvin Ridley non-trade. So – no, 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 but it's not about not getting Calvin Ridley. I like where his thought process is. Thought process of let's trade some assets and, and get a young receiver in here rather than let's get one in the draft because they've struck out so many times. Yeah, I agree. Tra trading for Calvin Ridley would have been a better decision than drafting a receiver. But another reason this was a rough week is because now Calvin Ridley's off the board, right? Yeah. Calvin Ridley was like you with all his, you know, Parks <laughs> yeah, Casino tickets yeah. over here. You think he's on uh, You think he's on Iowa minus six and a half? I mean, he might as well Arkansas be now, right? I would yeah. think, right? He's got nothing to do for a whole year. <laughs> so, But that was a major blow as well. I mean, again, this time last week when me and James, and shout out James, you know, miss him. I know. He's at his big wedding today. I he, know. He gave his speech last night. Uh, sources indicate that he said he crushed it, so now, that was good. I think our sources, as in James, are pretty biased. We'll have yeah. to get some outside of, you know, to, you got to get two sources. On these things, yes, Jack. well, you, as a journalist, exactly. you know that, so yes, but I the, understand. The Calvin Ridley thing, again, that's another blow because had they added Calvin Ridley, you're like, all right, that's a significant upgrade at receiver. Now that's not happening. So I just ask you, like, where do you see the where do you see the options for this team to improve? Like, I, I know you want to build for five years, whatever. That's your mindset. If that's how you want to do it, fine. But ultimately, where do you see significant talent that this team can add? I see significant talent in the draft. They, they say that it's a more deep draft than a top-heavy draft. Uh, whether they want to go get Malik Willis, I would go. I would trade assets to go up and get him just because I think he has a chance to be special. Now, do I think they'll do that? No. I think that they'll sit there. I think they'll trade one of those picks for either a player to help them this year or for a future draft pick so they can keep their options open when it comes to the quarterback. And just because it wasn't Calvin Ridley, I don't think it's impossible to trade for a receiver. I don't have a name off the top of my head, but I do think that there's going to be another guy that becomes available. And the fact that the Eagles are in that mindset of, hey, I'm going to go get a receiver to help out our young quarterback – 
because in today's league, you need two good receivers. It's yeah, you really, really need three. Yeah, I yeah. mean, three is great. Yes. I mean, if Quez is your three, um, that's awesome. And it honestly taught me that that whole Quez is the number two thing is kind well, of. Well, and something you just said, too, like if Quez is your number three, that's awesome. I agree to an extent, but I also think we all need to be realistic about what Quez is at this point. Quez is completely unproven. Yeah. Well, he had, completely unproven. He had two big plays last year. He had the one where he got caught from behind on the 91-yard catch, and he had the big drop against Denver. There were certainly other moments sprinkled in, but ultimately those were the two moments you remember for Quez last year. He also, for what it's worth, and I think there were other things at play, wasn't even getting a majority of snaps over Jalen Rager, who everybody agrees is a complete disappointment. Mm-hmm. So if, if Quez is your three next year, I think you feel better about it. But this idea that Quez is a proven commodity, I, I think is wrong. I know, but it is funny. Like, it was a pretty quiet 600 yards. I don't know where, it was, I don't, yeah. I don't know where the 600 yards came from. Well, like a sixth of them came on one catch, pretty much. <laughs> the 91-yard yeah. catch. 215-592-9494. I think this is a great week for the Eagles. I'm glad they missed on Russell Wilson, and I'm glad they finally looked in the mirror and said, you know what, it's not time to push our chips in. Keep building this thing the right way, and eventually it'll turn out to be a, a good team. Elliot is disappointed that they didn't do, do more this week, didn't get more players in here. Russell's not here. You know, it's just, it's just, he's just down. He's down Options on this Options are coming off the board, and as, you know, as Eagles fans out there should be worried about the fact that the chances nope. that elite talent are slipping away. They are. It's a good day, and we have to start off the show where we do every week with Tom from Abington. What's happening, buddy? E.O. John Fritz, second-best producer at the Whip. How we doing today, brother? Mm, this is not a good start. You use my real name and lying about the producer ranking. That's fine. Elliot. What up, man? What up? You know, I, you know, I, I will say, Tom, that when Jack, when I heard Jack was uh, going to be doing the show today, we got to Parks, I said, there's one rule about the show. And that if Tom from Abington kicks things off. Yeah, and I tried. I, I tried to. Me on. Yeah, I did. I was yeah. like, do we really only need to hear from Tom? I figured John would be, or Jack would be up for the shenanigans, but I appreciate yes. it, fellas. Yes. So as interesting as a week as it's been this week, I mean, next week's going to be off the hook. We got yeah, uh, yeah. tampering, free agency, trades. We got McGurks. We got uh, the draft coming up. You got the Deshaun Watson news. So where to begin? I would like to start off by presenting a trivia question to you guys. All right. Awesome. All right. So, which NFL player was drafted by the Eagles, released in training camp, just to be re-signed the next day and holds an NFL record? Wow. Um, is, I mean, I, I can't ask questions. Is, is it a right. recent guy or is it? Well, I mean, keep in if mind, you can't Jack's get like it, 12. I can give you yeah. some hints. Yeah, sure. One hint. Okay, the one hint would be the record he holds for his position. He has the uh, most combined interceptions and sacks at 24 interceptions and 52 sacks. I have no idea. Yeah, so I feel like we should know this. We're going to be embarrassed. No, yeah, no, give me don't. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sad, but give me it. Okay, second clue. He does a show with Ray Dedinger. Glenn Mack now? <laughs> no, he never played for Seth the Eagles. Joyner, Seth Joyner. Seth Joyner. Seth Joyner, that's wow. correct. Well, and wasn't he like a wasn't he like a tenth plus round draft pick? Because the draft uh, eighth be, round. Yeah, because the, 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 the round the draft used to be what like ten plus round. That's insane. Yeah, so he he just what the fuck? Oh. Motherfucker. Uh, uh, well, uh, not, I'm Dan. I hope that you got that. <laughs> not not ideal, but anyway, Seth Joyner. Many people <laughs> say, yeah, yeah. 
Many people say he should be the Eagles' defensive coordinator. I know, I know, I know. 215-592-9494. An electric start. Electric start. Electric Tom start. always brings it. Not, you know, in well, that way. I'm curious to see what happened. But um, he brought the Sean Watson, and yes. obviously it's, it's massive news. Where do you kind of stand on Deshaun? Do you think he's going to be an Eagle? Do you think they're going to get in there? Um, like, are you, what would you, how would you feel if the Eagles traded for Deshaun Watson? So the Deshaun Watson thing, uh, yesterday, for those that don't know, yesterday it was basically decided by a court that he's not going to be facing any criminal charges. And that is a big deal in terms of, A, the fact that now if teams trade for him, they know, in theory, they know as of now, there will not be any criminal charges or criminal uh, you know, convictions for Deshaun Watson, which means he's not facing jail time, which means that in theory the suspension from the league will not be as long, which means ultimately yesterday began the time when Deshaun Watson could realistically be traded. So he has a no-trade clause. We will see if he's willing to trade it for the Eagles. But I think the Deshaun Watson decision for the Eagles is one of the more – interesting fascinating and like toughest decisions Howie Roseman is probably ever going to face as a GM of the Eagles because there is no question that the decision to trade for Deshaun Watson strictly from a football perspective he was before sitting out last year one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL arguably top you know seven eight however you want to do it he's not a good quarterback win-loss record guy which is a, a blow for that me. really does hurt I mean he went he went for what 5,000 yards and won four games exactly so I, I, he's not a perfect prospect but there's no denying that at 25, 26 years old, acquiring a talent like that would be a big deal for the Eagles. We started the show saying, how are they going to take a big step forward? Like, Deshaun Watson, strictly on the field, would represent a big step forward for the Eagles at the quarterback position. But, obviously, the, the accusations are there. And just because he's not going to be criminally charged does not mean, in theory, that he didn't do anything. The Eagles have to make a moral decision on how they would feel about acquiring Deshaun Watson. And this is a decision that they've talked about, uh, uh, a topic, I should say, that they've talked about for over a year now, ever since he initially demanded a trade and ever since these initial accusa accusations came out. I believe the Eagles would trade for Deshaun Watson if he was willing to come here. I think that they would pay what it takes. I think that they, feel, they would feel confident bringing him in here. But I know that, you know, when especially with something like this, how the fans feel plays a large role in this, right? I mean, the, the decision on whether or not to bring him in is an extremely complicated one. You said, how would I feel? If I were Howie Roseman, I would not trade for Deshaun Watson. I think it's too big of a risk, even with the criminal charges, uh, you know, not, not being charged criminally. Mm -hmm. He sat out a year. That, to me, is very concerning. The fact that he's going to come back to the league with, you know, a huge bullseye on his chest, right? He's going to be one of the most talked about players in the league. He's walking into a very tough situation if he were, if he were to come to Philadelphia just in terms of the pressure on him because of everything that's been going on. I would not do it. But do I think Howie would do it? I think if Deshaun Watson was willing to come here, Howie Roseman would trade for, for him. And I got to say, I would, be, I would be very disappointed in the Eagles if they did it. I just, I, I, sports are still meant to be fun. Yeah. And I got to be honest, as a, as a diehard Eagles fan, having to watch him every week and, like, cheer, I guess, if, if they score touchdowns, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I, I don't want Deshaun Watson here. I have no interest in Deshaun Watson here. And I'm, I'm glad that it looks like the Panthers are going to go all out for him and the Seahawks are going to go all out for him because I, I don't, I don't want to have to root for the player. If what he he's been here. accused of. Yes. I, it, just, it wouldn't sit right with me, and I, I hope he goes elsewhere personally. 215-592-9494. It's Jack Fritz. It's Ellie Shore Parks. We are live from Parks Casino and Sportsbook. 215-592-9494. We'll get to all your calls on the other side. We'll keep rolling them. 
Are you happy with how this week turned out for the Eagles? Russell Wilson's not here. He is not going to be an Eagle. Are you glad that they're not viewing next year as uh, we got to go out and, and try to win the Super Bowl and you're happy they're building this the right way? Or are you with Elliott that you're disappointed how this week turned out, you want them to be more aggressive, and they lost a lot of chances to get elite talent in here? 215-592-9494 is how you join the show. We'll get to your calls on that coming up next. As Jack mentioned, we are here at the par- at Parks Casino, which means it is time to hoop it up with the Parks Sportsbook app. Look, guys, college hoops, pro hoops, bet before or during the game. Yes, you can bet during these games. There's a lot of games going on right now. If you just tipped off, you can still bet on them. You bet on them with the home team. My guys, the only sportsbook app that I recommend. Nobody does live in-game betting better than the Parks Sportsbook app. You can bet player performances, points, rebounds, assists. I know Jack is big on the player performance bets. You can check out same-game parlays or make those future bets now. Who's going to win the college basketball championship in March? Pro Hoops Futures, who's going to win it all? The Parks Sportsbook app. And don't forget, now open, the new Parks Race and Sportsbook, located right inside the new Chickies and Pete Sports and Crab House in Malvern, PA. You play there, you get paid there, the Parks Sportsbook app. Welcome back, Go Birds Radio. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks, live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook here in Ben Salem, sitting right outside of it. It's early, Elliot, but uh, <laughs> the two parlays aren't going well. How's it going? Yeah, we're losing, we're losing both of my games so Your far. Your ability to lose on gambling is pretty amazing. No, no one's better at it. No one's better. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I lose more parlays by. I lost a parlay last night by one three pointer. <laughs> oh I mean, it's God. just like, it's, I can't catch a break. I. I, I've never experienced going on a hot streak. Yeah. That's that's the thing that stinks. It's like. But the I, amazing thing about it is it's still fun. I'm not just saying this, but even when you lose, the experience of watching the game and thinking you could win money really is kind of an all-time high. No, it's it sounds bad, but it's really the only way I can lock in on other sports yeah. besides Philly sports right now. So a uh, lot of fun. You know, it's. Not always beneficial, but no. it is what it is, and yeah. that's uh, you know that's the game. You're paying for an experience. Yes, exactly. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety for open the show talking about this past week because there's a lot of NFL stuff. Uh, a lot of it had Eagles implications with it. Russell Wilson won't be coming here. I'm happy about that. Elliot is not. But real quick before we go back to the phones here, interesting tweet from Justina Anderson. All she tweeted was, "It's about to be crazy." Dot dot dot. Which leads you to believe that there could be something in the works here i, I feel like watson gets traded um well you know, the other weekend. the and other he, interesting yes. part of this is look as we've discussed on, on your show actually quite a bit with your show with with ike and john marks social media never lies the kyler murray thing he removed all the cardinals uh pictures from his instagram and then a day later it comes out that he's unhappy and you know all obviously everything that's gone on there yeah so this is picked up by the way from Gobert's caller, Ja'Cory from Florida. Of course, always on top of it. Yes. Jalen Hurts has removed quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles from his Instagram bio. Dun, dun, dun. There it is. Wow. Now, now, look, his picture still is him in yes. an Eagles uniform. It's important still, to point out. still has Eagles pictures there. But he has reportedly, I shouldn't say reportedly. Yeah, reportedly is a little much. Yeah, he has removed quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles from his bio. Well, I mean... That could be something between that and Justina Social Anderson, media never lies. It never lies. So, uh, and honestly, if you're doing that, it's for a reason. You don't just. Right. You're not just doing that for fun on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the funniest is that no one misses it. Like no. No, everyone, everyone sees what, what you yeah, do. Yeah. So. No, you do stuff like that intentionally. Well, so 
I mean, even last week, Russell Wilson put, uh, you know, took took the Seahawks pictures yep. out of his, and he was gone a week later. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what does this mean? I, look, we'll find out. I mean, you know, we'll try to find out hopefully soon. But I think if they if they trade if they trade for Deshaun Watson, I think this means Jalen Hurts is part of the package. Yeah, and he's going to the Houston Texans, which I would think he would be part of that trade. And look, like like we said in the last segment. The Eagles can say whatever they want at the podium about Jalen Hurts. I know at the end of the season they said they love Jalen. They said at the Combine they love Jalen. It also came out that they were making offers for Russell Wilson at the Combine at the same time that they were up at the podium saying how much they love Jalen. So the reality people need to accept is the Eagles are going to try to upgrade the quarterback position. Started the show talking about how do you make a significant improvement with the team. Upgrading the quarterback is the easiest way to make a significant improvement on the team. The Eagles clearly believe that. We can debate it all we want, but ultimately the Eagles have shown they are trying to upgrade the quarterback position. And if Deshaun Watson, now that teams apparently seem to be more comfortable trading for him, they are going to try to trade for Deshaun Watson. It's going to come down to his no-trade clause and whether he's willing to waive it. But is he, if he is willing to waive it for the Eagles – he will be on the Eagles because I believe Howie will pay what it takes to get him. I agree. I think I think if, if he wants to come here, which I think is a big if. I don't, a very big if. Very I do not think if. he's going to end up here. I'd be surprised. I think Carolina is potentially, to me, the most likely outcome for him. But, I mean, the Eagles are in the top three. Like, well, and yeah. here's the thing is that I, I do wonder if the Texans can be like, hey, pal, you're either going to fill it up. Like, we can get more from them. We can get a young quarterback back. We'll trade you. We'll get you out of here if you really want to, but you're going there. Yeah. Like, I, you know, maybe, you know, get some leverage back for yourself. Maybe that's what this is with Hurts potentially being in the deal. I don't know. Maybe that's how they get their leverage back so they're not taking a way less offer from, like, the Panthers. So it, it's interesting. It's one to monitor. And, again, I, I personally hope that they don't make that move. So, uh, And also, when are we going to learn that uh, GMs and coaches lie at the podium? Like, How All many times time. are we going to keep falling? Well, forward? especially, look, I, I think that there are times they tell the truth at the podium, but when it comes to signaling. Well, by the way, the, the, the Colts are very honest at the podium. Yes, the Colts were extremely honest about <laughs> it, and they ended up getting, for what it's worth, considering how bad he is, they ended up getting like a fairly decent return for well, Carson. No, I didn't know that the ninth in QBR was bad, but yeah, okay. it's fair. Oh, sorry. If, I didn't know I was with Ike Reese here. I thought it was <laughs> at fair. the yeah. Two one five five. Nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go up to Canada and talk to Tom in Vancouver. What's happening, pal? Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You, you, you gonna keep this surface level, or are we getting too inside jokey today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You mean you don't want me to talk about your top five at five, where you were uh, commenting on Elliot's coffee discussion? Yeah, I did. So, Elliot, I don't know if you heard this, but I did uh, take your coffee thing. Sorry, a lot of people have used my coffee thing for content. Yeah, so I've turned it into uh, five other things that people pretend to like. So I I took it and and used it as my own. As usual, I wasn't listening, but I'll have to go back. Oh, classic. Yeah, that's called called support, Tom. Did you hear that? (laughs) Well, that's because he's not aware that you actually disagreed with Elliot's take. Okay. Yeah, I I guess I agree from the standpoint of, like, so I like the taste of coffee. But I also, it's an acquired taste, and I force myself to like black coffee. Look, unless you're willing to drink coffee that doesn't have caffeine in it, you don't like the taste of coffee. Like, flat out. And but and now I need it. Like, coffee's very, very important to me. Uh, and I look very cool while... Yeah, while you look very cool. The, exactly. That's the main reason why I do it. What else you got, Tom? Well, so the I, I, I think that DJ Shark, he is yes. a, a really interesting choice as a free agent uh, wide receiver. Um, not only because there's uh, some experience with him, Minshew has ex- has played well with him. 
And it, yeah. it could be interesting. Like, can you imagine if the Eagles actually did a trade for Deshaun Watson and all ethics aside, because I've got issues with him, but if they did a trade for him and they traded Hurts, and, uh, and, but, and then Deshaun Watson couldn't play for the year, so they had to play with Minshew, or at least part of the year, so they had to start right. with Minshew, and then so, Minshew had DJ Shark, that wouldn't be bad. So uh, a lot there. The, the first I would say is I believe that if, if they do acquire Deshaun Watson, you're probably looking at, I would think, a minimum of four games. Maybe he's, it starts with six. I believe Ben Roethlisberger, uh, and I never want to compare situations apple to apple, but he had a somewhat similar situation uh, a few years ago, and he got six games that I, event- I believe eventually turned down to four. So I would think Deshaun Watson would miss at least four games. So you're right, the backup quarterback would be extremely important for those first four games. When it comes to DJ Shark, I like the idea of DJ Shark. I think he could be a good high upside signing, but I don't think he checks the box of like, okay, the Eagles definitely got that number two slash one receiver they need opposite of Devontae because he's been, you know, he's been four years. I think he's been over a thousand yards only once. He missed a lot of time last year. So he still has a lot of question marks to me. Okay, now I'll, I'm going to throw th- three names at you two to uh, talk about, and I'll, uh, I'll hang up. Right. And there are three versatile players on defense, and I'm curious to hear what you, uh, who you might prefer out of them. Right. Hassan Reddick, uh, Lorenzo Carter, and Jabril Peppers. So, Tom, I appreciate the call, buddy. We'll hit those in a second. Um, how do you feel about those names? So I have very little interest in Jabril Peppers. Me too. Yeah, me I, too. I would have no interest in that. To me, it would be Hassan Reddick. He's a guy that... You know, when he initially came into the draft, I think people viewed him as, like, a bit of a tweener, and he did spend time at linebacker. And I know some teams still view him as kind of like a 3-4 outside linebacker, edge rusher type role. But I think he can be a really good just pure pass rusher. He's had, I think, 23-and-a-half sacks combined the last two years, something along those lines. Oh, that's more than Barnett. It's more than Barnett, yeah. His entire career. I think he's going to get more money than Barnett. So I think he would obviously cost to to, – to sign temple guy um temple made of course i am as well so that would be a, a good thing for for me but yeah i i would have interest of those three names it's not even close Red, reddick would be the one i'd be interested in yeah he had 11 sacks last year yeah. um you know he's one of those guys that kind of got off to a slow start with his career and yeah. I think these last well, i think it's he was out of position i think people just need to put him more as a pure edge rusher than thinking he could do both yeah and and they edge rusher is a i would i think it's actually the most important thing they need this offseason i mean when you when you evaluated, I think the, the takeaway from the Super Bowl for a lot of people was like, oh, you got to get quarterback right. and, and head coaching. And even though Sean McVay was like terrible, yeah, he was but, bad. He was bad the week before. I so. know. Like it was McVay and Shanahan are both like brilliant offensive minds when it comes to like the game getting close. I couldn't right. trust those guys any less. But my main takeaway was actually edge rush and pass rush is not talked about enough when it comes to winning football like i love how the the league is very very offensive and i I understand that but being able to get to the quarterback is such a game changer yeah and you look at all the great teams and the teams that win super bowls they don't do it without a good pass rush and the eagles pass rush right now i mean 31st in sacks last year it's a it's a massive concern you lose Derek barnett who like well you might you might lose barnett oh well i'm just saying he's not gone already he could definitely be back in my head he's very much yeah he's you're wishing he's gone. he couldn't be more removed well but your point about the pass rush so you know Yes, they absolutely need to look into upgrading the offense. I think it's more important than the defense because ultimately I just think offense wins in the NFL more than defense does. But at least on the offense with Jalen, you, you kind of know what you're getting as like a floor. Like you know you're getting competent level quarterback play. 
you don't know you're definitely getting that from the pass rush. The pass rush last year was invisible for long stretches. I don't think they had a single edge rusher, in my opinion, that had a, a great season. I know Josh Sweat ended up in the Pro Bowl, but he had seven and a half sacks, and I thought he had long stretches where he was a non-factor throughout the season. So I think, to your point, like I would spend the assets if you have an ability to go get an elite-level quarterback, but if you're not going to do that, then, yeah, the pass rush has to be a priority, especially in the draft where at 15, 16, and 19, I think you have a real chance to. Now, as rookies, it's going to be hard to count on them, but to add pass rushers that could be impact players for you for the next, you know, whatever many years. Yeah, and to Howie's credit, um, they've been linked to David Ujabu from, from yes. Michigan. Uh, they've been linked to almost all the edge rushers. I mean, Trevon Walker out of Georgia, I thought maybe he would be an option at, like, 12. I think now he's definitely yes. going top 10. I mean, I saw one mock draft that had him at three, which, you know, seems – high to me but i think the idea that you're going to get him at 15 is 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 gone at this yeah. point jermaine uh johnson out of uh florida, florida state. state yeah he's another guy i think that probably is you're gonna have to move up for at this point but i think the strength of the draft is pass rusher and from if you're not going to get quarterback in the draft because i know your boy malik willis i'm not as in in on him as you are but if you're not going to go quarterback at least the strength of the draft is another critically important need for this team at edge rusher right and it came out yesterday the chandler jones thing and hassan reddick seems like he's being linked to the eagles so it seems like their head's in the right place. I, I, the Eagles are going to prioritize pass rush over receiver this yes. offseason. Which I think is uh, it's, it's easier. It's harder to find pass rushers than, than which, receivers. Which also makes me think they probably weren't trading that much for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I would think it probably would have cost a two. I was going to say like a third that could become a two. Maybe. And and, and that would have been great. You yeah. know, I mean, because he's a good player. Um, but Apparently a bad gambler. Yeah. Listen, yeah. we've all been there. As yeah. I'm watching my $5 go down the drain yes. here at the Park Casino. Sportsbook. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks here on Go Birds Radio, live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook. We'll keep rolling your calls on the other side. But also, news came out yesterday of the Eagles potentially moving on from a, a, a team legend. What do we make of that, and why would they really consider doing that? We'll get to all that next in addition to your calls. It's Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks, live from Parks Casino uh, Sportsbook here in Ben Salem. Welcome back, Go Birds Radio, live from Bar Parks Casino and Sportsbook in Ben Salem. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks, hanging out there. Here, I guess we are on Deshaun Watch. I, I mean, if you missed it, Jalen Hurts apparently removed Eagles quarterback from his Twitter bio. His uh, Instagram bio, Jack. Come on. Well, get it Twitter right. as well. Well, I don't know if it was definitely there. Okay. Yes. Well, that's why you're the reporter. I'm exactly. Just, I'm just the guy on yeah, the radio. You're just the host. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I don't know if this is significant, but his, his, uh, his location is now Houston. Now he's from Houston. He's from so Houston. So might have always already been there. We've got what to it's worth. cover our bases on yes. that one. Yes. Um, and then Josina Anderson tweeted out a little bit ago that uh, this is about to be crazy. So... I guess we're on Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson watch to possibly get moved here, Elliot. Yeah, and I think this is a situation the Eagles have been monitoring for a very long time. Once yesterday it came out that there was going to be no criminal charges on him, I think the expectation around the league was that he was going to get moved quickly, um, especially with free agency coming next week. Because if, if you are a team that's acquiring him, you might want to redo his contract. You have to get your salary cap in a situation where you could acquire him and then also make moves in free agency. And if you're the Eagles and you acquire Deshaun Watson, it probably changes your plan for the offseason. Like, let's be honest here. If they get Deshaun Watson, this becomes a more attractive destination for receivers to come play. Because with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, and he definitely could improve, but they were not a throwing team last year with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Receivers were not putting up big numbers with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And so if you're Amari Cooper, 
Who who do you want to come play for more? Do you want to come play for Deshaun Watson or do you want to come play for Jalen Hurts? So if this is a move that's going to happen, and it's not just the Eagles, it's if the Panthers make the move, if the Steelers acquire him, the Seahawks, all those things, you want to know before next Wednesday, which is now only you know a handful of days away. So, yeah, I think it's safe to say we are definitely on Deshaun Watson watch. And hopefully it's not the Eagles. 215-592-9494, real quick on that. He does still follow the Eagles on uh, Jalen Hurts still follows the Eagles on Instagram. Okay, so that, good to know. That has not been uh, good to know. He's not unfollowed them yet, which is when you know it's it's serious. Yes. So that's important to point out. We'll get to do the. Do you ever do you ever hate unfollow people? Uh I unfollow people. I don't follow, unfollow anyone on Instagram because I don't. I only follow like people I know. Right. Really. Uh, I'll unfollow on Twitter if you just start bothering me, or okay. if like. I'm not. I don't do that. Like the. Uh, you're like. I'm not big into them following, but it seems like if you're a player and you have a social media following that has hundreds of thousands of people, it's a good way to get attention. <laughs> I will say though, if if uh, if I ever leave the station and I will unfollow WIP and let everyone know, you'll know. Okay, yeah, will you unfollow me? No, not like Spike. Like when okay. Spike unfollowed you, I was like, oh, that's pretty. It's, that's it pretty harsh. mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but apparently didn't even know he had unfollowed mm, me. That's what he mm, says. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. There's no, way you, there's no way you don't know if you're following me. Like, I tweet all the time yeah. annoying things. You, you're you aware if I'm not on your timeline. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I I feel like it's hard to, to accidentally unfollow. Yeah, like, how does that happen? Yeah, it's disappointing from Spike. Yeah. It is. Well, uh, we'll get to the Eagles news in a second from yesterday, but we got to go back to the phones real quick because there's a certain guy from Tennessee that mm. we talk to every Saturday that I can't wait to talk to, and that is Justin. What's happening, buddy? What's happening, fellas? How you doing today? Good. Up, good. How are you? What do you got for us today? Oh, man, I'm snowed in down here. It was 70 degrees down here yesterday, and today we got six inches of snow. It's crazy. Oh, it snows in Tennessee? <laughs> I know. I saw his yeah. tweet. I was surprised by that. Wow. Yeah, I, didn't know every, that, I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, we, we get some pretty good ones every now and then. Uh, on this whole whole Hurts and Watson thing, I, I'm kind of in the same park with you, Jack. I, I'm not comfortable rooting for somebody like that. But at the same time, I wasn't comfortable rooting for Michael Vick either before he came because, I mean, I, I love dogs and stuff like that. And it, it's just a whole, I don't know, it's just a whole thing. that I'm not going to retire my Eagles fandom if they do bring in Deshaun Watson or whatever. I mean, they would have to do something just god-awful for me to say I'm not an Eagles fan anymore. Yeah, I guess I'd just be, I'd just be disappointed, Justin. I would yeah, just be disappointed just, in the franchise. Well, but can yeah, I ask, I'll ask both you guys this, Justin. So do you think the Eagles have earned the benefit of the doubt when it comes to making this decision? Because let's be honest, the Eagles have way more information about this than any of us do, right? They've been investigating this for over a year. They've, you know, you would assume spoken to a lot of people involved in everything. Like, do you give them the benefit of the doubt? Like, I I tend to think to a certain extent that Jeffrey Lurie, from his actions, his ownership of the Eagles, everything he does off the field, like, kind of deserves, would, in my opinion, deserve somewhat a benefit of the doubt when making this decision. Yes, that, that was going to be my next point. The only thing, the only thing that's kind of, I don't know, we don't really have a tenured coach like Andy Reid, you know, where Vic had Andy Reid and Tony Dungy kind of helping him. Right. And the thing about it, well, Vic did serve prison time, you know, and, and Deshaun Watson's not going to serve any time. That, that's not to say the civil suit and all that, you know, may not, some things happen, but right. if if Hurts is part of the trade to Houston, and I've said this all along, it, the best thing in the world for the Eagles would be if Hurts worked out and he was a franchise quarterback. Absolutely. That would be the best thing. I've said oh, that 
from his I, job. I agree with but you, it, Justin, but they're also only a year off from having to pay to having to pay him. So all they, yes, right. you are right. The best situation is he works out. They spend these draft picks on players that are around him that turn into great players. That's the best situation. But Jalen Hurts is not going to cost a million dollars for much longer. Like he is going to be, especially if he pans out to what, to your point, what you everyone kind of hopes he can be. Then he's going to cost money. So the the days of him being a cheap quarterback are are not much longer. Well, that that was going to be my next point. If he does, we're on the same wavelength Houston, today. We've 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 all heard about how much Houston likes this Davis Mills kid. I know. What's going to happen to OG Wade if Davis Mills beats out Jalen Hurts for the starting quarterback in Houston? If that were to happen, because he, I know. it would be pandemonium for poor OG Wade, man. He would. Well, I, I wonder if you're the Eagles, if you basically have to trade Jalen if you trade for Deshaun. Like, you like after to. after what you went through with Carson and Jalen, after what you went through with Carson and Nick, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Gardner Minshew. So, so from a, a roster perspective, I think he's better to have as a backup than Gardner is. But, like, from a locker room perspective and all that, I don't know. Right. I mean, if you trade for Deshaun, I think you kind of have to trade Jalen. Yeah, from the locker room perspective and everything. And they don't necessarily have to trade him to Houston because they do have Davis Mills. They could trade Hurts. Everybody in the NFC South needs a quarterback. I've said this. Carolina. Atlanta could use, well, I mean, Matt Ryan's still there, but, I mean, he ain't no great shape. Right. Tampa. New Orleans. I mean, they could trade Hurts and make whatever they get for Hurts, part of that package for Watson. But, yeah, all this stuff popping up with Joe Cena and him yep. taking Eagles quarterback off his bio, all that stuff's getting interesting. I agree with everything y'all said. With free agency coming up next week, teams want him in there so they can get their salary cap and everything. Yeah, so they know. Out. I mean, or if you're the agents. Eagles, yeah, absolutely. If you're the Eagles, you have to know who you think your quarterback is going to be heading in the next season at the start yep. of the league year. It's absolutely critical from both the cap perspective, from recruiting free agents, from building your roster, from knowing how much you can spend on guys. So I, I think there's no question Deshaun Watson is going to be – there will be agreed to a trade with Deshaun Watson, you know, within the next two days. I mean, it could even happen today. Yep. Well, boys, I'm going to get out here. I'm going to keep listening. Uh, Tom, I hope you're okay. I heard the little mishap there while I was on hold. I hope everything's okay with you, bud. If you are, just let us know. Uh, But anyway, y'all know what I say. Y'all keep doing your thing. I'm going to keep listening. Love y'all. I mean. All right, Justin. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. Uh, Interesting tweet here yesterday from Ian Rappaport, Elliot. Yes. Uh, With all the big names being dealt, who could be next? Last year, Eagles Pro Bowler, uh, Fletcher Cox was nearly dealt at the trade deadline, and teams around the league have continued to call him. Considering the D-line movement around the league, it's something to watch. And I guess I just don't get why. Like, what are you what are you trading Fletcher Cox for? And I, I just think it's it would be such a it would be such a weird move for a team. And I I know I mocked the playoff thing earlier. Yeah, it well. would just be such a weird move for a team that went nine and eight last year with a quarterback that they supposedly believe in. To move off of a guy who's been a, a franchise legend that has said that he wants to stay here uh, and retire here for for what? Like, uh, well, I think you only do it if you get a good draft pick or a good player back in return. Are, and I understand, but like, what are the, what are the likelihood of that even happen? I don't think high, but I think that this tweet from Rappaport is probably you know to a certain extent kind of trying to reignite the fire in terms of potential offers for Fletcher. And so, yeah, I. I Look, there is definitely a possibility Fletcher could get traded, but ultimately I'd be surprised if a team out there that views themselves as a win-now team that needs Fletcher that's willing to trade like a third or a second-round pick or a high-quality starter, I, I would be very surprised. I just – it doesn't – unless unless he wants to go to a winner, unless he, he's looking to – he doesn't believe they can really win a Super Bowl and he wants one last chance at that. Yeah, or a new contract. Or a new contract. It just, just doesn't really make sense to me. 
from from an Eagles standpoint. Other well, I, I think like you could argue that this is probably your last chance to get anything of value for Fletcher Cox. Like last year, he's not Fletcher's not a bad player. He's still an above average defensive tackle, and he's still a starting defensive tackle in this league. But this time next year, who knows, right? Like if he kind of continues what I think he took a step back last year, if he takes another step back. So if you're the Eagles, I could see the logic of, of selling somewhat high on him now before his value diminishes even more. But to your point, like they were a playoff team last year. I think that they, they can definitely compete for a playoff spot next year. And you're not as good of a team if you trade Fletcher Cox unless you're getting back something of high quality. And I just don't think that's going to be the case. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Go Birds Radio. We are live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook here in Ben Salem. My parlays that I placed when I walked in, Elliot. The early returns aren't great. Uh, Arkansas, who I have minus three and a half, is uh, down by twelve. At nice, half nice. And uh, Indiana is up six on Iowa in, in the first half. So. It's, uh, it's, it's so a little bit of news, uh-oh. not not Eagles news, but semi Eagles news. Per Josina Anderson, she's told the Cowboys are currently working on it, on trading wide receiver Amari Cooper to the Cleveland Browns. Wow! So, so not done yet, but it looks like Amari could be heading to Cleveland. So they go from they go from so now Amari's gone. They go from they go from OBJ yes for Baker Mayfield trying to get him as much talent as they possibly can to Amari Cooper. That's another loss for the Eagles. I mean, they were the they were the betting favorite to land him, according yeah. to and, the sports. And again, it's not done yet. Things could change. No trades can even be executed until Wednesday. But as we started the show, like, the talent is going off the board. Like, for all the assets Eagles had to go get guys, for all the money they had to spend, the talent is slowly going away, and the talent has not come to Philadelphia so far. It's interesting. It's interesting. But it's still, I think it's a good spot for this Eagles team. Keep building this thing the right way. 215592 94 94 on the other side in addition to your phone calls on the eagles and where things stand if you want to get on the sean watson we're going to play a little good take bad take can't I'm gonna, wait i'm going to throw some of my opinions at elliot see if he thinks that's a good take or a bad take we'll run through that in addition to your phone calls all that on go birds radio live from parks casino in ben salem so football obviously big news going on but as we all know right now it's time to hoop it up with the park sportsbook app college hoops pro hoops you can bet before or during the game yes that's right you can bet during the game if the game is already tipped off you're a little late you can go you can get some really good odds if you do it that way and when you do it the way to do it is with the home team my guys the only sportsbook app that i recommend because nobody does live in-game betting better than the park sportsbook app you can bet player performances like points rebounds assists you can check out same game parlays those can be dangerously fun when you get into those or you can make your future bets now who's going to win the college basketball championship in march pro hoop sutures who's going to win it all philadelphia rough week but still looking i think like have a good chance to win it the park sportsbook app and don't forget now open the new parks race and sportsbook located right inside the new chickies and pete sports bar and crab house in malvern pa you play there you get paid there the park sportsbook app Welcome back, Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. It's Go Birds Radio live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook here in Ben Salem. One hour left of the show. We'll get to good take, bad take in one second. But real quick, the Cowboys are officially finalizing a trade to send Amari Cooper and a sixth-round pick to the Cleveland Browns for a 2022 fifth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. I mean, obviously, Elliot. That's a move the Eagles could have beat. I mean, if they wanted to, they could have easily beaten that trade package. Amari Cooper officially going to the Browns won't be an Eagle. What's your reaction? 
Yeah, it's more talent coming off the board that's not going to Philadelphia. As we started this show, you said it was a great week for the Eagles because you're okay with how they're building. I, if I'm the Eagles, I'm not okay with seeing all this talent go elsewhere at positions of need. They need a better wide receiver opposite Devontae than Quez Watkins. They just flat out do. Amari would have been a big upgrade, and you could have had him for a fifth and sixth round pick. That's a no-brainer to me. I know that part of this is financial, right? They're, they're, Amari is being traded for that because the Cleveland Browns are going to give him a new contract to some degree. That is why you, 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 he's only traded for that. But the bottom line is how he specialty is is in is cap management. He's supposed to be able to make these things work. And Jeffrey Lurie is an owner that's invested enough that he cuts checks. So if Amari Cooper is available for a fifth and sixth round pick, you go out there and you trade a fifth and sixth round pick for Amari. You help out Jalen Hurts. You get Devontae help across from him. So, like, like at the end of the day, Amari's gone. Mike Williams gone. Chris Godwin's gone. Michael Gallup's gone. Calvin Ridley can't play. Like, where is the help coming from? If you're the Eagles and you need to improve this passing game, where is the help coming from? Yeah, it's 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 starting to turn into a legitimate concern. Uh, I will say though, I wasn't the biggest Amari guy. I know the numbers. I know the numbers. The numbers are, the numbers. are better than I thought. I know, but he always screams disappears when he needs him the most. He never like see. He's one of those guys that looks like the kind of guy that would take over a game and just never really fully does it. So I'm not, I'm not too down about it. But I will say they definitely need to upgrade upgrade the position. Like. Is Christian Kirk enough of an upgrade to where you're excited about it? I'm not big on Christian Kirk. I know people, this is becoming the new name people are excited about. A, he does most of his work out of the slot, which to me doesn't help this team a ton. But but also, Christian Kirk really only became good once they got uh, you know a way better offense in Arizona. Like, Am I confident in Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts to get the same out of uh, Christian Kirk? Maybe. I think Nick Sirianni does have a good offensive mind if Jalen improves. But Christian Kirk, to me, screams more of a product of uh, – of being schemed open than he is like and Amari is able just to beat one-on-one coverage on the outside. The Eagles need somebody that they can just say, go to the outside, go against that cornerback and beat him one-on-one. And I don't think Christian Kirk's that guy. If they come into next year with Quez Watkins as the number two, they are clearly not invested in Jalen Hurts being their franchise quarterback long-term. You yeah. don't, you don't have a quarterback that you believe in on a rookie contract and you don't try to build around that guy. Like that's, it's, Look at, look at what has happened in the last couple of years with the history of the NFL. When you have a, a good quarterback on a rookie deal, you go be aggressive. Look at I me. Mean, Justin Herbert, they just got Khalil Mack on, yep. the other, on the opposite side of him. We know about Stephon Diggs with, with Josh Allen a couple of years ago. We know about Joe Burrow up there. Like, like you, When you have a quarterback you believe in and you actually think can be your long-term guy, you don't just waste a year when it comes to when it comes to a, a good quarterback on a rookie contract. Now they did try to s- trade for Calvin Ridley, yes. which is noteworthy. But to your point of just an examples around the league, an example right here in Philadelphia is again 2016 to 2017 when the Eagles had Carson on their rookie deal. They went out and they spent a receiver. They brought in Alshon Jeffrey. They brought in Torrey Smith. So yes, you are right that if the Eagles truly believe in Jalen, like actions speak louder than words. If you really think you can win with Jalen, if you really think he's going to improve. Go out and get somebody for him. Man, I wonder what Howie's – I mean, I'm, a part of me is excited because I don't think he's just going to set off this entire offseason. I wonder if he's going to do what it takes to go get a Metcalf. I mean, a Metcalf I, is – That would be amazing. It's a He's a really good, obviously, number two guy. Whoa, he's whoa, whoa. A, he's a number one. He's a one. DK Metcalf say, is better than Devontae Smith. I would Devontae's agree. awesome, but DK is – I mean, DK is the top, I don't know, six receiver in the league. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's in the – DK Metcalf is 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 a massive, massive improvement. 
And if I'm Howie, that's the guy I would go invest money in, given his age and stuff yeah. like that. So right or wrong? Yeah, yeah, seriously. They can, they can take Ortega Whiteside back. Yes. So um, it's really going to be interesting here with Howie. All right, good take, bad take. Real quick for you, Elliot. Can't wait. My first take for you is that trading for Deshaun Watson, to me, would be an admission that you're not very good at your job. The fact that you got to go out and try to get this guy after everything that, that, that has been going on with him, you can say it's hard to find a franchise quarterback. I get it. But ultimately, you can find a franchise quarterback in every single draft because in pretty much every single draft, there's a franchise guy. you got to get the right guy. And to me, it's such a, it's such a cheap way to go get a guy that is, is one of the ten best quarterbacks in football. I think getting Deshaun Watson would be an admission that you're not very good at your job. So I think it's a bad take because Howie is good at his job. So that's kind of the end of the discussion in that regard. Yeah, I get what you're saying, that if you have to go out and overpay with draft capital, then in theory you've not done a good job you know, at replenishing the roster. But ultimately players like Deshaun Watson, players like Russell Wilson, these are elite-level players. And if you have a chance to go get them, I don't think you don't do it because it's a mission you're bad at your job. Howie's good at his job, so I think it's a bad take. Second one for you. The Eagles' main priority now in the draft, the main priority now is – to ensure that they can get a first-rounder in next year's draft. Another bad take from you. I understand what you're saying about you want to keep your assets open for next year just in case you know things don't pan out with Jalen. You're not able to get that quarterback. But ultimately, there's a lot of talent in this draft at 15, 16, and 19 at players in positions that can help you. And I'm not just trading in the first-round pick for next year just in case you can get somebody or just have the asset it has to be a really good trade like when the eagles moved down from six to 12 they did it because it was a good trade return that they got so they don't have to trade a, a first round pick for next year no i think that's sadly another bad take by you but I, here's my thing is that i understand that this is a good depth draft and it seems like you can get starters all over it but my thing is that ultimately all that matters to me is getting a quarterback in the draft that you believe in. If they don't believe in Malik Willis, that's fine. I would go up and get him. But I'm, I'm the only thing I care about Eagles wise for the next five years is getting a young quarterback in the draft that you believe in. And if they don't think that guy's in this year's draft, I need to have similar draft asset, assets to next year to where if there is a guy that pops like a Burrow or right. a, or a Wilson or whatever that they can go up and try to get that guy. Now we all know Bryce Young will come out next year. But he's probably going number one overall, it seems like. C.J. Stroud seems like he's going to be pretty high up as well. And un I guess it's unfortunately for the Eagles, they're, like, stuck right in the middle. Yeah. Which is, they're kind of in the same situation. It's like the Sixers before the process. It really is, which is, like, not a fun place for a franchise no. to, to, to be in. But ultimately, all I care about is getting a, a legitimate franchise quarterback in the draft. And I need to keep the assets and the options open if that guy's not in this draft with them. So, for me, making sure that they can get a guy for next year's draft is imperative. Yeah, look, you have to solve the quarterback position. It's the same debate about whether you trade for Russell Wilson, whether you trade for Deshaun Watson. They have to solve the quarterback position. But I'm not just giving. A, I'm not taking less draft capital in return just to get a pick next year. My third take is that I believe that Carson should be cheered next year when he comes back home from Washington. When he, when the when Washington comes here next year, the Commanders. We are commanders. Yes, bum, Carson bum, bum, and bum, the bum, commanders. Bum. Yeah. Um, he should be cheered. Ultimately, Carson Wentz didn't work out here. And ultimately, a lot of you were right. You, Gilio, a lot of the callers, OG Wade, and we'll talk to him in a second. You were right. You won. Carson's not that good. It's fine. But 
the guy helped you win a Super Bowl, and we have one Super Bowl in our entire history. They don't win that Super Bowl without Carson's contributions. I think it would be disrespectful to do a full hearty Ben Simmons style boo. And frankly, I would cheer Carson his first game back. So if Ben gets booed, then Carson gets booed. It's flat out. What, no. Car- what, Carson, what Carson did was worse than what Ben did. Oh, Carson God. was a more important player on a more important team and put the team in a worse spot than Ben did. He absolutely deserves to get booed. I understand what you're saying about him helping win the Super Bowl. But what makes sports fun is having players on other teams that are quote-unquote villains, right? The guys you can root against. No one actually hates Carson, right? But a sport, mm. but a sports hate, I mean, I think that's good and fun for rivalries. I do not believe Carson should be cheered when he gets back. Well, here's the reality, Elliot, is that he's going to get booed. He, yeah, he's, absolutely. He's gonna, but it's tougher to do, I think, in the NFL. Like, I guess when he first walks out is when it'll happen. Yeah, like when, yeah. He's, uh, when he goes down to the huddle. First time, does yeah, the, you're right. Does the jog out. It's gonna be, and I would assume pregame. There will be a hefty boost. Eagles, Commanders, has to be week one in Philly primetime. Yeah, Make it happen, The NFL. thing is, though, they won't put it Thursday because Thursday is going to be Agreed. the Rams. Uh, they won't put it Sunday night because both teams aren't Make it Monday enough. night. <laughs> yeah, Monday night's the only night. And but it, they normally do West Coast. But they can do West Coast for the second game, do we'll, East Coast first game. We'll have first uh, Buck and Aikman game on ESPN. Exactly. I'm, very, I, I'm glad they're still together. I'm glad it's still going to be Buck and Aikman. Very disappointed we won't have Joe well, Buck in the World Series. Anymore. If they get Deshaun Watson, I think that dramatically improves their chances of being primetime week one. I would agree. Third take for you, El- or a fourth take for you, Elliot, is that the Phillies have a better chance of making the playoffs next year than the Eagles. Oh, I mean, you're the baseball guy. Look, well, they added teams now, right? Is it, it yes, implements they, next they year? Added, up to they 12. added two more teams. Yeah, universal DH, so they'll probably be better defensively and hopefully a little bit better offensively. I trust Dave Dombrowski more than I trust Howie Roseman. The Eagles have a the the uh, a second place schedule next yes. year rather than the fourth. Their, their place schedule's schedule. not as hard as people make it. You're out. Right, to be, it's funny. People love to bring up that point, but when yeah, you look they, at they it, play the Texans, they play the Colts, like they play a lot of really bad teams, the yeah. Jags. Well, and like, they play the Cardinals, right? Because yes. of the second place in the NFC West, and who knows if Kyler Murray is there? Yeah. So you you play the Saints, who uh, lose Sean Payton. And yeah, their their schedule's not as hard as people make it. Now, out unfortunately, the the Packers still have that yep. Aaron Rodgers guy. But Pretty I got to be honest, Elliot, I'm feeling good about the Phillies heading into next year. I really yeah. am. Well, look, it's spring training time, so that's the time for optimism. There's no happier Jack than spring training Jack. I know, and I don't want to uh, I don't want to get too emotional. But I started hearing calls about you know breaking down the Phillies roster on my drive in with Robbie. E. Might have shed a tear. All right, I'll go good take. Just for you, I'll go good take. Appreciate it. And my last uh, take on good take, bad take, is that simply put, March is the best sports month on the calendar by far. It has opening day. It has March Madness. It has NFL free agency. It has spring training starting. It has NBA games that actually matter. March is the single best sports month. So I initially, when I heard this, was going to say bad take because I think that the start of the football season is the best time of the year. Basketball is playing football. uh, Basketball is playing football is just getting started. There is baseball playoffs or close to playoffs in September, August. So I do think that's partially the the best time. But you made a compelling point. Like free agency is very exciting. uh, March Madness, all those things. So I'm going to end it with actually a good take for you. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Your first horrendous view I had to. (laughs) Had to step in. <laughs> That's good take, bad take. 215-592-9494. Jack Fritz, Elliot Short Forex, live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook here in Ben Salem. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to the recently, I guess, I guess his suspension is over now. OG Wade and Chester. What do you have for us today, OG? 
What's up, fellas? How we doing today? Doing, what up, man? Doing good, man. How were those sit-ups in the driveway you were texting me about? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I was great. Full of time. Oh, my goodness. Let me yeah, stop. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. What do yeah. you got for us today? Um, I, we, we got to stop looking for this glitter. I keep talking about it. I think Braxton Burrios from uh, the Jets, he's a free agent. We need a guy that don't seek the damn sideline every time he touches the ball. Oh, that'll move a, the needle. A, Nothing moves the needle like a special teams player. Yeah, there, maybe he's a punt yeah, return. I'm just saying that this, this is the stuff that wins. If you look at the teams that's uh, prolific offensive teams, they're teams that got gritty guys. Like the San Francisco, Debo Sam, you know what I'm saying? Just guys well, but Debo Samuel's not, in. I get, yes, Debo Samuel is a gritty guy in, in, a, in a respect because he does seek contact, but he's also an extremely talented elite level receiver. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, if you look at the, the landscape of when offenses are being able to move, because you kind of make it easy for defenses when you got timid receivers. Guys yeah. that just seek to the, uh, go to the sideline. So now defensive players, they just know they don't have to worry about nobody uh, in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So we need that kind of receiver. I like that. And I also would like to bring somebody like a, a, the, 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 the guy from the coast that nobody wants. Uh, Zach Pascal? Yeah, Pascal. Not that he's a guy that nobody wants. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a guy that can possess the damn football. If you look at our problem last year, it wasn't uh, um, Jalen Hurts not being able to get the ball to the guys. It was the guys actually staying in balance, not uh, doing an offensive pass interference, and catching the damn ball. It's simple. We don't need a, 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 a special name on the back of a jersey to get that. If you look at all the receivers that y'all talking about right now, all these guys are great guys. But guess what they ain't do? None of them made the playoffs. None of them are doing nothing for their teams. None of these guys. But we always want this glitter. I'm yeah, just well, saying, look, I, I think need... adding, wanting to add good players to the OG, team, I, I the don't ball, think brother. is a bad thing. I, what I do agree with OG Wade is ultimately football comes down to scheme to a certain extent. Yeah. Nick Sirianni is going to have to scheme these guys open. Jalen Hurts is going to have to execute the offense. But what the Eagles still need is guys that you can put on the outside and say, go beat that receiver. I'm not trusting Braxton Berrios or Zach Pascal to go do that. Like, well, I'll trust DK Metcalf and Mari Cooper to go out and win those one-on-ones. I agree. It's a little much. Uh, and honestly, for when you when you were talking about that, it reminded me so much of the the Jalen Rager video from Baldy uh, after the, the yeah, Bucks game. Just could not get off. Could the not line. get off the line of scrimmage. Now, another fair point OG made is that like the receiver play last year hurt this Eagles offense. Like you talk about stepping out of bounds, bad picks in the end zone, drops, or bad screens, I should say, not interceptions by Hurts, but those pick plays that they, they could never execute. Uh, <laughs> drops in the end zone. So the receiver play absolutely has to be better. Like if there is an argument for, okay, Jalen can improve next year, it's that he did have, like, I would say, what, six or seven touchdowns taken off the board this year? Yeah. I hear if that. he gets those, he ends up with almost, you know, over 30 total touchdowns. And believe me, I've heard that point from OG about a thousand times. But, I'm sure, yeah. And my thing is, with that, like, do they, are they still touchdowns without the pick play? Like, I mean, like, the, 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 well, the pick I, play I, got the guy open for the touchdown. I think they were touchdowns either way. Well, now, the Rager one, you could argue, probably not. The Rager one where he steps out yes, of bounds. Yes, that's on Rager. Well, but also, like, the cornerback basically gives up on the play yes, once he yes, steps yes, out yes, of yes. bounds. But I think the pick plays, uh, look, they were fouls. They were correctly called. But ultimately... 
they, I don't believe they actually impacted the play to the point where it wouldn't have been a touchdown without them. And the, the, the Devontae won in the Panthers game? I think he went out of bounds. Yes. Uh, no, he went out of bounds against uh, – it was a home game. I can't remember who it was against, I've never but. seen it before. Like, Elliot, yeah. I've watched football, football my entire life. It was I've, back-to-back weeks. Maybe it was the Chargers he went out of bounds one against. One of those, but I've never seen – and Devontae's a very polished receiver. I've never seen – Three straight games where a receiver steps out of bounds, taking the Eagles' yeah. touchdowns I, I off mean, the board. Early on, this team was extremely sloppy. Remember that? Remember that when they had the most penalties in football? Yeah. And, and they, they were well on their way to blowing past the, the record for it? Yeah, to Sirianni's credit, he did clean it up. Speak, like, speaking real quick of Sirianni, I think one of the interesting things to watch next year, and whether it's Jalen, whether it's not, they're obviously going to have to pass the ball next year they, yeah they, they definitely have to like you talk about the pass rush and it is incredibly important but ultimately what's most important is they have to be a better passing offense next year you are not the eagles are not going to win next year the same way they won this year you're not just going to run through the entire league the eagles need to go out next year and become a far better passing team whether that starts with coaching quarterback play quarterback play receivers like they have to go out and become a way better passing team and speaking of that i'm very curious to see how he does with a real passing offense you know, one of the things about last year. Jalen, you're talking about. Well, no, I was talking about Sirianni. I want to see, oh, yeah. see if he can coach a passing game. Because last year it was. Well, is he going to get that chance with Jalen? That's might. the question. He might, might not. But, but you're saying you want to see if he can do I it. Wanna see, I want to see if he can coach passing offense. I don't think it'll be Jalen long term. But I think that's the one, of the, one of the under-talked about things, I guess, when we're evaluating Sirianni's year last year, is they came out wanting to throw the ball and it was brutal. I yeah. mean, it was straight up brutal. So, can he coach a passing offense when in the in the playoff game? As soon as he took away the run, the passing offense was brutal. Is that Jalen? Is that Sirianni? I think it's a combination, but also, well, like, let's be real. There's a reason quarterbacks make the most money. There's a reason quarterbacks have a win loss record. Like, ultimately, the quarterback is who's supposed to make the passing offense work. It doesn't mean it's all on him, mm-hmm. but he's a huge part of it. He's a bigger part than the coach. He's a bigger part than the receivers. He just is. So when, when it comes to how poor they were at passing the ball last year, it's really hard not to sit here and say the majority of that blame falls on Hurts. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones and talk to CJ in Texas. What's happening, Siege? What's up? So he wants us to go for another 5-9 receiver. It didn't get 500 yards. What is, what is this dude talking about, man? Yeah, I was not I a fan hung of up those suggestions. Yeah. Man, not you should have hung up on him. Well, we but, have you now, CJ, so we can get this thing back in the right direction. Cool. Now, Jackson, you're talking about your parlays and how you don't usually hit. Well, kind of like Howie, because his parlays on first-round picks, I'm looking at over the last 10 years, is Rager, Marcus Smith, Nelson Aguilar, Bennett, I mean, uh, Barnett, Danny Watkins. And I'm supposed to get crunk or hype about him building slowly with draft picks. It's like a parlay yeah, of unders right me. there. Yeah, but but I'm, I mean, he's supposed to do all those things for us to be a successful team on a slow field. Well, ultimately, they have to draft well. They have to draft well if they're ever going to be good again. So Howie needs to figure that out. And last year, I thought was a step in the right direction. Do I? Is he the ideal guy for a slow build? No, he's not. But I don't care. That's what he has to do, and he has to get it right that way. You don't care, but you want him fired. You, you've said multiple times, get Howie off my team. Get, yes. I can I read want, your tweet. I would rather Howie, Howie not Howie be here, here, but I would rather Which not. Which is a crazy team. I would rather Howie not Howie be here. Be here. I know. I have, to, I have to deal here. with the reality that Howie's not going anywhere. Exactly. So if we're going to have to deal with the reality of what Howie is going to be here, let's go with what he's good at. Let's, let's accelerate things. Let's throw gas on the flyer. Let's let him – Let's let him trade picks. But for what? Uh, what yeah. are we? What are we doing? What for, are we? What, what are we doing by doing that, CJ? When, when you bring in a quarterback, when you bring in a quarterback who actually can throw the ball, you got receivers that say, "Hey, I'm going over there." 
You get other people that say, that's hey, not I'm going true. over there. That's not true. That's not true. Dude, it is true. No, it's that's not. Who wants to go man. play with Russell Wilson? Who wants to go play with Deshaun Watson? Who wants to go play with Russell Wilson? Dude, just stop. Who wants Dude, just stop. Just well, go, tell me the players that went to Seattle to go play, play with Russell Wilson. Nobody's playing. Dude, right. you got okay. receivers. You don't have an answer. I got you. You got DBs. You got DBs taking shots. You got Eli Apple taking shots at our receivers. So I'm like, yeah, ain't nobody trying to nah, go. He's and taking shots at the quarterback. That's what I'm talking about. It was our quarterback. Yeah, I know. So what, are you, what are you talking about? So that's what I'm saying, man. Like, we got to do the things that, that how he's good at, which is making some deals. I, I can't walk out of this draft with, like, some people that we hope can do feelings because you're saying, oh, well, let's keep, let's keep Fletcher Cox, but you're saying we're not going anywhere. So it's like none of this stuff adds up. Like all of it has some extent. If we're keeping Fletcher Cox, that's more so, hey, let's bring in Russell. Let's see the parts that we got. Let's go ahead and do something. If, if not, let's move from Fletcher so we can get more, more shots in the draft, more talent over here, more over there. But it's like the stuff you're saying, it doesn't go together because on one side you're saying don't bring in a quarterback in but let's keep Fletcher Cox. So it's not making any sense. I just think the idea of moving on Fletcher Cox is a weird one. I don't think you're going to get much for him. I think I, like if you want to start building the next culture, I think having a guy who won a Super Bowl here is important. And I think it would be a weird move coming up a year where you quote-unquote made the playoffs. Moving on from Fletcher Cox would just be a weird move, CJ, and I appreciate the call. Well, can, like, can I ask you something? Why do you want to slow build? Like, ultimately, isn't the plan and isn't the goal just to become a really good team? Like, like wh why does it have to be a slow build for it to be the right way to build? Because I think it, well, the teams that I like, the teams that I, I think is something that the Eagles can resemble are what they did in the early 2000s. I think it's hard for I think it's hard for free agents to want to come here. And I think you have to have a good team built first before that can happen. Like if you ask me the main reason why I don't think Russell Wilson is the Eagles quarterback, I think it's because he viewed the roster as not being good enough yet. So I and, 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 and I'll continue, is that I see the Bills, and I see the Chiefs, and I see the Bucks, and I see the Rams. I see these teams. The Rams is hard to replicate because it's L.A., it's McVay. They, they had stars there. They, they don't care about draft picks. I just think that's hard to replicate. But when I look at those teams and I look at the final eight, what I saw mostly was teams that built it and then got the quarterback. And for me, that's a better way to go about the Eagles rather than get the quarterback and then try to fill in around them because I don't think they're ready. And, I'd be, I, you know, for, all, for as great as Deshaun Watson is, for as great as Russell Wilson is, like, Wilson hasn't won since 2014. And Deshaun Watson, last time he played, he threw for his, his best year. Yeah. They won four games. So I, all I care about is build. I, I don't need a quarterback right now. I would like a quarterback right now. I would like to go get Malik Willis, but I want to build it and then get the quarterback rather than let's go push our chips in now. I want to I want to build this thing with a good foundation of not just players that were drafted by Andy Reid and, right. and, and 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 the middle 2000s or 2010s. And I want to I want to follow how those teams built it. So that's why. So our I get your point. In an ideal world, yes, you, you hit on all your draft picks and you rebuild through the draft. But the team that you brought up is, like, the one you wanted to emulate, the Eagles from the early 2000s. That was over 20 years ago. Like, it's really hard to do. That's the Right? The last Super Bowl the Eagles won so, was not built so much through the draft as it was, like, 50-50 free agency and draft. Like, it's, it's over 20 years ago, but Andy did the same thing when he got to the Chiefs. He built the team and then he got the quarterback. Well, he built the team because he got Mahomes. Like, let's be honest. But they were in the playoffs but when before you, they got right, Mahomes. Right, but I'm saying, like, Mahomes is why they're the team they I are. I know, and that's yeah. what that's what I want to do. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, well, okay, if you want to find the next Mahomes, that's a great plan. I, would, I, I agree I, with it's that. It's not yeah. just – it's, it's <laughs> finding the real franchise quarterback. But I, I think, the like – The rest of the team was built first. 
you're you're viewing it as like a do it this way and then get the quarterback way. Ultimately, what I think is you just get the good players when you have a chance to get them. So yes, w- would you want to build out your roster and then put in an elite rookie quarterback there? Yeah, that would be ideal. But ultimately, you look around the league, teams build in all types of ways. The Rams just won a Super Bowl predominantly through trades and free agency. The Bengals won a Super Bowl because they got the quarterback and they were good to go, right? Like, So ultimately, I think you just add good players when you get the chance. Like, It doesn't have to be a slow build. It's just a build to add players. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. It's Jack Fritz, Elliott Shore Parks, live from Parks Casino here in Ben Salem. We'll keep rolling your calls on the other side, but also we have to preview next week, Elliot, because it's a big one for the Eagles. NFL free agency yeah. is, is opening. The tampering period starts Monday. Uh, how are they going to operate? And how they operate, honestly, will tell us a lot about how they feel about one person. We'll get to that and a lot more. That's coming up next here on Go Birds Radio. Welcome back. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. It's Go Birds Radio here on Sports Radio 94 WIP Live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook here in Ben Salem. I've been monitoring my parlays. How's it going? Iowa's made a run. They're, okay. they're down three with, with 10 minutes left, so we need that one. Arkansas's down six with 13 left. But I feel like they're What do you have them at? Uh, at uh, three and a half. Three okay. And a half. So listen, they're both alive. We're both, all you can we're ask both for. kicking. That's you all know? you can ask for. You get a little bit of excitement here. So as always, you can come down here, place your bets here at the Parks Casino Sportsbook. Elliot, it's a big week next week uh the the legal again it's so weird <laughs> right the legal tampering all these trades are happening right now anyway right and then they're just going to get announced on right oh, they're going to get put out monday and then wednesday they're a, uh, they'll become official so maybe we should, should have done it monday for the, the the birds town hall well it'll be a fun day regardless yes, first of all 12 hour work day for me i oh. don't think this should be look i'm not saying i'm a hero but like mm. kind of am 12 hours six to six i will say until you surpass Gilio 16 hours uh, on Gabe Kapler. You're right. That Nothing will top 16 hours of Gabe Kapler defense by, by Joe right. Gilio. He, that's another reason he's the GOAT. It's, it's, it's a big week. Um, how do you feel about heading into this week? Like, Do you get the sense they'll, they'll be aggressive? Do you get the sense that they're going to just kind of go bargain shopping here, come out with a good amount of players rather than a big splash? I don't get the sense we're, we're about to get this big splash heading into this week. So, obviously, the Deshaun Watson domino is the first one that needs to fall. So and I will say there there is a minor bit of news with that. Uh, according, It seems like they're out on him. Like, him and the, the Eagles and the Niners are apparently out on Deshaun Watson. Who is this according to? Uh, I just, I'll find it in one second. Keep okay. Um, but I think in terms of the week, the Eagles are going to be looking for free agents, in my opinion, to that to, honestly to your point of what you were saying like younger guys i don't think you're going to go go see them go out and sign a bunch of guys over 30 chandler jones could be the exception he's 32 years old but he's coming off of two really good seasons and been a really consistent player but ultimately i think you're going to see them go out and i don't want to say bargain bin but they're i don't think they're going to make a big splash in free agency at the receiver position a player to keep an eye on is marcus williams a safety from new orleans 25 yep. years old they really need help at safety i think they could potentially pay for him but it's like a, I think the Javon Hargrave type of player. Three years, $30 million, uh, or he got $39 million, I think. But that, that type of receiver, I mean, uh, that type of free agent. Well, and, and to be fair, that's what Howie's been really, really good at in the, ever since the Malcolm signing. Yeah. Like, Malcolm was a young ascent. Well, 
I guess he really wasn't ascending at that point. He was kind of a bust cornerback from the from the Saints. Yeah, but he but, wasn't at his best. And everyone wanted Jarius Bird and, and, right. and T.J. Ward. But they got him at a younger deal. Like, he was a younger guy because they believed in him going forward. Brandon Brooks, the same thing. Yep, Rodney, Rodney, McLeod, Rodney McLeod. Same thing. So I expect them to kind of make one of those moves. Marcus Williams would make a lot of sense because of their need at safety. Um, so it, it, I think they'll get a guy that we won't really know. I, off the top of our head, it'll be the who is the linebacker? Was it Jordan Hicks? They they drafted, and the, everyone on Twitter was like, "Oh, who's this guy?" Like no one had heard of him. Uh, well, he was a third rounder. Marcus Smith was the guy that ever, that was. Yes. Uh, he was like a fourth round project that they took in the first round. So, so I was in New York covering the draft the year that they drafted Marcus Smith, and prior to the uh, the draft, I get a lot of bios ready for players of guys I think they could draft, and they say Marcus Smith, and I'm like, well, that's like the one guy I didn't have a bio ready Yeah, for. and I think I think you were like Mike Mayock on NFL Network. I'm pretty sure he didn't know. Yeah. He was like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with it. To this. no surprise, that pick did not work out. Yes. No. With nobody knowing who he They is. were not smarter than everyone else in the no, room. No, unfortunately, at that, that time, one. no, they were not. Uh, by the way, the Deshaun Watson report is from Aaron Wilson that he was on the Pro Football Network. And what's the tweet? That, that the Eagles and 49ers are no longer interested in Deshaun Watson. All Came right. Came out five minutes ago. So we'll see. We, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Um, if that's the case, I believe that's because Deshaun Watson won't waive his no-trade clause. I agree. I, I don't think this is the Eagles are not interested. I think he won't waive his no-trade clause. They'll put out that they're not interested. We were never interested anyway yeah. because he was never coming here. Exactly. That's, that's a good read on the situation. Now, do you think that how they handle free agency this week will say a lot about Jalen? Like to, Again, we brought this up a little bit ago, but if you have a, a quarterback you believe in on a rookie contract, in his second full year playing, yeah. which is supposed to be when the biggest leap uh, occurs. From 16 to 17 with Carson. 16 to 17. Uh, Josh Allen was his third year. Mahomes yeah. threw 50 touchdowns. He like, had a pretty good year. Yeah. So it's it's supposed to be the year that you get the big leap from quarterbacks. I mean, Burrow was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, Justin Herbert had a really, really good year. Yeah. To, if they go out and they don't, they aren't aggressive this week in free agency, I think it'll tell you a lot about how they feel about Jalen with the – Quez Watkins is a number two. Even if they, even if they sign a, a Juju, it's still going to be a one-year deal. I mean, Yeah, that's not an impact move. I, I agree with you. I think if they go out and they're aggressive in trying to add guys and build around Jalen, then it'll, tell, it'll show you what they really feel. Actions speak louder than words when it comes to, especially with this team at the podium, right? Like They have to go out and show that they believe in Jalen. And another really interesting component to this whole thing that I think has not been brought up enough is, if you remember when Carson was in his you know second year, you know first year going into second, like, they were constantly bringing up the fact that they were planning for the fact that they knew they were going to have to pay Carson, right? They're always saying, like, we know, you know, we have a quarterback we think we're going to have to pay. You never hear them bring that up with Jalen, who's a year away, like a year away from having to be, from having to be paid. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that if they go out and they don't add in free agency, then, yeah, it's definitely a sign that they, they know that they don't have the quarterback that they can win with right now. 215-592-9494 is how you join the show. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be it's going to be a big week. Well, from a, and from a cap perspective, like so they have around $18 million right now to spend, but a lot of those are going to go to the the draft picks. I mean, I think about 9 million, 8 or 9 million will go toward their three first round draft picks. So they're really only going in with about 8 or 9 million dollars. Let's go back to the phones. Kenny in the dirty 30 working his way through Kansas, I think. Wow. Last time I talked to him, what's happening, buddy? Yeah, I, I got back. We got out of that blizzard just in time to come home and then get hit with the same blizzard. So yeah, seriously, you brought it east with you. Just Thanks. been following you, man. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Yeah. What, do, what do you got for us today? All right. Well, Jack, you're excluded from what I'm about to say, but unfortunately, Elliot, you and Johnny Marks and 
Spike yeah. and several other guys who I've listened to this week say that they're disappointed that we didn't get Russell Wilson or some of these other players. You sound like the sophomores in high school sitting around mad that the prom queen didn't go to the dance with you. Well, she didn't who wouldn't be disappointed with, with that? She didn't want to go with you. Russell Wilson did not want to come here. He didn't want to dance with us. I agree A lot of these that. guys don't yeah. want to come here for whatever reason. So, I mean, it, it's as disappointing as that is, I mean, the fact of the matter is it's like saying I'm disappointed because Jack Fritz has never been to my house for dinner. It's never going to happen. Well, Jack, you well, gotta, I mean, you it could happen. That, you know, yeah. I mean, what are you, what are you cooking? But, 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 Kenny, to your point, <laughs> I, under, I understand, right, like maybe these were never realistic options. But I think if you look at how this team is going to improve next year, it has to happen by adding more talent to the roster. And ideally, you want the top talent available. So, yes, you're right. Russell Wilson was, I don't believe, ever going to waive his no-trade clause to come here. These receivers that are off the board, their teams are just paying them, right? So the Eagles didn't have a good chance to get them. But when you start the offseason, you say, okay, where can this team improve and what players can they add? So I think it's perfectly fair to be disappointed that they weren't able to add any of these people. Realistic or not, these play, these players are either going to be free agents or traded in the Eagles didn't get any of them and I that there's no getting around the fact you say that if the so, you know if you're in the sophomore and the prom queen doesn't want to go with you you shouldn't be disappointed I think it's fair to be disappointed even if it wasn't going to happen you can still be disappointed about it well okay fair enough but I still that's what it sounds like to me but the other thing is Amari Cooper I never want to think of a Dallas Cowboy in our team ever oh, never works out ever 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 never works out and even if he does show up that's all I'll see is that star, and it'll be, I just hate it. I hate when that happens. Hey, Kenny, uh, before we leave the Parks Casino uh, Sportsbook here, am I taking Nova minus seven tonight, or, or how are you feeling at into the championship game? Um, well, I, I don't understand betting so much, but I would take Nova to win, but I don't think they're going to win by seven the way this tournament's going. I agree. Everything's an eke out. Everybody, they know each other too well. It's like, it's like when in the NFC East when they play the – Divisional teams. I mean, I don't care what the records are. They just know each other so well. Yeah, you got to throw and, out um, divisional records when it's a Big East tournament. Kenny, I appreciate the call, yep. brother. Talk to you soon, okay? Hey, guys. I, I know you're a big Nova guy. How are you feeling you about it? You know what's Nova? funny? Yeah. I used to loathe Nova, um, and and now I just respect Nova. I really do. Like, Jay Wright, man. I know. I know. And I do like the troll, uh, like our good friend in the Shire, um, yes. about about – you know that they're not a Philly school; like they're basically in Reading. Doesn't take that very well. I got a DM very quickly from him. I mean, is Westchester a Philly school then? No. Okay. No, well, I'm so, saying if Nova isn't. No, I know. Yeah, it's it's, it's strictly just to, to troll him. Um, what what Jay Wright has done there, and he's turned them into like a really fun brand of basketball. Most college basketball is 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 kind of brutal to watch. I agree, especially from the NBA perspective. Like we watch a lot of NBA basketball. Um, but he basically plays an NBA brand of, of college basketball, so that's really exciting. So um, I'm excited for it. I actually think they lose. Like, I was going to say, what are you betting? Are you? Uh, I would take Creighton plus seven, maybe. Wow, look at you. Well, that's all Villanova needed for the win. I know, yeah. I know. It's just like Nova's not very good on the boards this year, and Creighton has some bigs, and they are they are hot this time. I mean, they blew up Providence last night, who I who I love. This is did really you bet on Providence. I did bet of on Providence. Of course you did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Listen, it's been a tough go of it, man. Yeah. It really has. It's been. All right. You got to get all the losses out now for when the tournament starts. You that, can, you know, start that's winning. what I keep telling myself. Yeah. That's what I keep telling. Let's sneak one more in here before uh, we hit a break here. Matt in Glenside wants to set the record straight mm. with me. I'm excited to talk to you. What's happening, Matt? Hey, Jack. How are you, buddy? I'm <laughs> good, buddy. What are you? What are you? What are you trying to set the record straight with me for? So you probably, I don't know if you remember this, the last time I called, I had told you that my dad uh, was a big college football guy, okay. and he liked the McNabb pick, 
uh, when nobody else did. He liked the Foles pick when all, absolutely nobody was talking about it. Right. And he liked the Jalen Hurts pick when nobody did. Um, and you, your follow-up to that was, well, how did he like the Carson pick? Oh, and wow. I that is, that, and that's a fair follow-up, Matt. That's a fair follow-up. It, it absolutely is. Elliot told me I should have lied. Yes, um, should have, yes. Now, keep the I going. actually said that I think he liked it. And my dad wanted me to set the record straight and say he actually didn't watch Carson in college. Like most um, of us. So he didn't really have an opinion about it. Mm. Um, I'm disappointed that your dad did not have a take, Matt. I will say that. Everyone needs to have I a take the, after a draft pick. The record <laughs> remains intact, though. I would Is say it, so. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's an impressive streak, Matt. His record remains intact. Also, I am kind of, uh, like, over the moon here with, like, you guys talking about um, moving on from Jalen Hurts, like, so, like, quickly. It, it blows my mind. I mean, I'm, I'm going back and I'm looking at, like, quarterback rankings um, from ESPN for, like, uh, 2021. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the guy they have in front of him who he's constantly compared to is Lamar Jackson. Um, Kirk Cousins at number 13. Does anybody believe Kirk Cousins is in the top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL? Uh, yeah, he probably, he, I mean, he's in that discussion. If you do strict numbers, you would, but you have no confidence. I wouldn't want him win. as my guy, yes. but I, I don't think there's 14 quarterbacks definitely better than him. No, I mean, they have Derek Carr at number 10. I mean, like, they, they Patrick Mahomes is the fifth best quarterback. They, they're saying Justin Herbert's better than he is. Like, I just don't understand who is making these decisions and, and who is saying, like, who these like who the best quarterbacks are. I mean, Jalen Hurts, for a young guy, I just – to walk away from him right now would be a mistake. It would be a mistake. I just uh, can't do it, even uh, for Deshaun Watson. That's fair, Matt. Uh, real quick, so the last time Elliot and I hosted, I believe, was before the season even started, and yeah. he still remembered that call, which is uh, – I appreciate that. Homework for you for next call. I need your dad's official scouting report on Malik Willis, yes. who I think is going to be a special quarterback in the NFL. Can he do that for Done. me, Matt? Absolutely. All I right. will call him in five minutes. All right. Sounds good, Matt. Appreciate the call. Jack Fritz, well, what's up? Well, I just think sometimes with Jalen, there's this thing where if you say you would trade for Russell Wilson that you, like, don't believe in Jalen at all. Or if you would trade for Deshaun Watson, you mean, it means you think Jalen Hurts is terrible. Like, both things can be true. You can think that Jalen Hurts has the potential to potentially improve next year and could be better, while also saying if you have a chance to go get, a, like, a high, high-level quarterback, that you should go do it. That's fair. 215-592-9494. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. Last segment coming up next. We'll roll through all of your phone calls before handing things off to Ricky Ricardo at the top of the hour. It's Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks, live from Parks Casino and Sportsbook in Ben Salem. One last time, I got to tell you guys about my favorite app, the Park Sportsbook app. As we were just talking about, Jack has a bunch of basketball bets going on right now. It's because it's college hoop season. It's pro hoop season. And you can bet on these games before or during the game. Yes, during the game. There's some games going on right now. Only a few minutes left. You can open the app and bet on those games if you think you know how they're going to end. And when you do it, do it with the home team. My guys, the only sportsbook app that I recommend because nobody does live in-game betting 
better than the Park Sportsbook app. You can bet player performances like points, rebounds, assists. You can do same-game parlays. Again, dangerously fun to get involved in the same-game parlays. Or make those future bets now. Who will win the college basketball championship in March? Who's going to win the Pro Hoops uh, championship? You can go on the, Sparks, the Park Sportsbook app. And don't forget, now open the new Parks Race and Sportsbook located right inside the new Chickies and Pete Sports Bar and Crab House in Malvern, PA. Play there, get paid there, the Park Sportsbook app. Welcome back, Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. It's Go Birds Radio live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook here in Ben Salem. Elliot, uh, final segment, man. I know. It's and been it's, sad. it's been fast, yes. which is a which is a good sign. Yes. Although I am not walking out of here sixteen dollars richer. I it's it's not going well. It's not going well. You're gonna lose your park sports book back. Yes, which it's is unfortunate. Which is okay. Let's go back to the phones before handing things off to Ricky Ricardo here and talk to Rick in Easton. What's happening, Rick? Gentlemen, um, great show. When was the last time March, the Eagles and the big splash in free agency were synonymous? I mean, a big, big splash? I mean, DeMarco? Yeah, big, big splash. Not too often. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, Javon Hargrave is not a splash. Oh, stop. I'm just saying. I mean, it was 39. What about Deshaun Jackson's return? Yeah, that wouldn't qualify. That was, I guess, a splash from a news perspective. So, guys, if I could. You're right. You're right. Yeah, if I could, guys, uh, I I agree 100%. The team is not ready to um, take that huge step yet. But it's interesting how you hear Watson and Wilson and Rodgers talked about if they're not – if the team's not ready, then why would you even think about getting a quarterback like Wilson or Rodgers who have about two years left? And by well, the way, I don't know how young you guys are. I don't know if you ever saw Brett Favre and Matt Stafford in their first three years. They were terrible. Rick, <laughs> here's the thing. I understand the point. But, like, those guys have rockets on the side of their arms. Yeah. Like, well, Jalen Hurts cannot throw the ball. I understand that, but I don't know what you're going to get now that's going to be a huge increase over over Wentz. So, and listen, you talked this about earlier, Roseman eating some crow if they would get a, a replacement for that quarterback. But I agree with you. Metcalf would be an incredible way to use that Carson Wentz draft pick. For sure. To run around in a secondary with Goddard and Devontae Smith. I've been saying that for about a year now because you know Seattle is totally – looking for the future and Metcalf is not in that future. Of yeah, that the team. only thing is there's reports that they might be interested in Deshaun Watson, but if they don't get him, you're right. I think that they should have a fire sale to a certain extent and get what you can for DK, who by the way is going to need to be paid soon. So if you're Seattle, you both get a draft asset for him and This would be his contract year by the way for DK. Yeah, and so. well, I would they trade it for him, they'd pay him. I'll yes, leave you of with course. This. Yeah. If one of you are an Iowa Hawkeye uh, basketball fan. Jack always has. You must love. You must have some something in your blood for wrestling. Don't forget wrestling for my buddies out there. Postseason in March for NCAA's Pennsylvania and Jersey is a big, big March season. Also for March. Uh-huh. We, we, I didn't factor that in, Rick. I appreciate the call when talking can about you, the. Can you gamble on 
wrestling? Um, I, sh- I assume at this point you can pretty much gamble on, on everything. Yeah. Um, I did not factor in the championships for wrestling uh, <laughs> in my March is the Best Sports in- Month. Yeah. Uh, but I know Iowa wrestling and Penn State wrestling are, are big deals. Did you did you, ever you bring wrestle? it up often? Did you ever wrestle growing up? Did I ever wrestle? Is yeah. that what you just asked me? No, believe it or not, I was not a big wrestler so, uh, growing up. So I did. I I, rest- I can see that you're. I mean, you're a bigger oh, guy. Oh, just say it. I'm a fat guy. Um, I'm not fat. You're just no, big. Yeah, big boned, as yeah. as we would say. I wrestled. I wrestled once, and I, I won, and then I quit. I, good, I went through all the practices. I went through all the practices. I won my uh, preseason match, and then I was like. I don't want to do this. Yeah, it seems like not. I mean, look, I don't wrestle because, as you, as anyone's ever seen me, I don't look like a wrestler. I think no, it's you safe could. to say. Yeah, I don't think I could. It's fine. I know my limitations. I can hit a home run. I definitely could never win a wrestling you could, match. Again, you could not hit a home run. I um, luck into one, yeah. Yes, that's what everyone does in the MLB every day. So yeah. Okay, so. Yep. Let's go back to the phones. Chris in Penn Sock, and let's talk Eagles today. What's happening, Chris? What's up, guys? What's going well, let on, me, let, let, let me ask you guys this because you're pretty intelligent. We didn't give up a fifth and a sixth-round pick for the Cowboys' star-wide receiver, but we're going to go and give up a number one to a dude that isn't even on the trading block, and we're going to give him 18 to $20 million a year. And Metcalf? Yeah, that that just makes no sense. We're not not saying they're going to get Metcalf. We're just saying if we we were running the team, we would go get Metcalf. We also would both trade it for Amari, yeah. Yeah, but th- th- that's my one my one thing to get is make me go home because I agree with you guys. I, I would do it, but I think you're right, Elliot. I, I don't think there's going to be any big splashes now that there's basically nobody left anyway. Yep. Um, well, I think if there's a splash, I, it'll be a it'll be a pass rusher. Yeah, and, and let me tell you something. All these guys, I don't I don't dislike Hurts. Uh, you know that, Jack. But I, I don't. He I know he's not in my mind. He's not the guy. So all these guys that say, "Well, I would never get rid of him. One more year, one more year." Well, let me help you out, everybody, Hurts fans. One more year, that brings him to his last year of his contract. Yep. You franchise tag that kid with all these increases in salaries. You're going to give this kid $41 million and he can't throw 55 yards down the field? Are you out of your freaking mind? Chris, you're 100% you correct. Weed? Well, it's something that doesn't get talked about enough. Well, he's one year away from either you're, you would look to extend him, and if he's been a starter for two years, his agent's going to be looking for franchise yeah. quarterbacks. So he, he, you can't franchise tag him for two years, just to be no, clear. No, I know. But, yeah, next offseason is when he's going to look to get paid. And it's $40 million if you franchise tag him with all the increases with quarterbacks. The top yeah. five, it's going to be $40 million for that year. Yeah. Oh. The Eagles, and, and I, I will, I will tell you guys something. There, there will never be a day where the Eagles with Howie Roseman running the cap have a quarterback playing on the franchise tag. Yeah. No way, man. And, and yeah. if we can't get a big guy, and I, you know, and I like, the, I, I like the guy from Villanova. He calls in the morning days all the time. I don't care what kind of helmet they're wearing. If we couldn't get Cooper, I definitely don't want Pascal. They, the sport track has him getting like eight and a half million, getting thirty-five million dollars. Yeah, for years. give me Cedric Wilson for two years for twelve million out at. at out of the yeah. Cowboys. I like him. I'll take uh, him, yeah. man. Yeah, he's, he's not fine. Sure I, I couldn't take him dancing all over the Eagles when the Eagles are barely playing anyone. Such though, a I, guy, I, man. I want, I want a special player. I don't care how you get him, draft them, trade them, sign a free agent. We have no special players. We have about two. And if I can get a three and a five, my pitch back for Slay, guess what, Mr. Cox? Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. You guys have a blessed day. All Thanks right, Chris. Have a good one, buddy. Yeah. Who it, do you think the two players he thinks are special? And free agency? No, he's saying the Eagles only have two special players. Who do oh, you think? Um, Devontae. I would say Devontae and Mylotta, right? Yeah. Well, I think is Dickerson kind of special? Nah, I mean, I don't think so. Not Co- special. I think he's very good, but Slay is special. Slay is He's more definitely s- special. He's one of the best five cornerbacks in the league. Yeah. I That's think he's special. He's more special than not. 
he's special. It's also hard in in today's league, honestly, to talk about like elite cornerback play. Like I think Ramsey's the best in the league, and he got torched in a couple times yeah. in the Super Bowl. So well, because you only ever realize the plays where they get torched. Yes, yes. that's 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 something that Darius Slay would say. He <laughs> might tweet it. He might have tweeted that. Tony in Florida is on WIP. What's happening, Tony? Hey guys, how's it going? Good um, up, man. What do you got so for yeah. us today? Well, first of all, I was pretty bummed about the whole Amari Cooper thing, which I just heard like live you guys um, talking about. Yeah, uh, but it's I was an Amari kind of thinking, like, yeah, it's Amari Cooper. Yeah, exactly. But like, Nicely you think done. about fans in the off season, and like the narratives are always like, well, we're going to be better next year in this department, and especially because we got a coach going from year one to year two, and yep. it's just kind of funny how it's like thing about following sports. Like half the time, we're just like dead wrong on that. And so my question for you guys is, like, what are the odds that our offense is overall worse next season if we don't get Deshaun Watson? I think there's a good chance the offense is worse next season. For two, yeah, for two, same. I for mean, two reasons. One, the fact that Nick Sirianni is going to have to a defensive scene in a full year of him, so he's gonna have, we're going to see if he has a counterpunch. But also, they're not just going to totally. run through people next year, and they were a terrible passing team. So unless they make significant upgrades in the passing game, I think there's a very good and chance. It seems like they're not going to make any of those big moves. And it, like the, well, unless they hit in the draft. Right. Or, I mean, Christian, yeah. again, Christian Kirk's a name. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, they're not changing the outlook of the offense. Agreed. But with the schedule that we, you know, last year's uh, schedule with the offenses we were playing, I mean, yeah, we didn't have to uh, – yeah, we, just, we, we didn't have to throw the ball in all of those wins, obviously. Yeah. So that's kind of – Ah, oh, that's on me. Look at you, man. I double tapped. You so good all well, day. I know, but it's really such a good call. I know, and Tony, I'm sorry, Donovan Chesspat, that's on me. It's one of those computers where it's, you, if you just double tap the the mouse, yeah, it automatic. It's a, it counts as a click. I, I mean, you know, you're making so many excuses. You messed up. I, I admit <laughs> that I messed up. It's just that the computer also. It's not. I'm I'm a MacBook. It's the computer's guy. fault. Jack of Fritz course. is a dope. There it is. That's exactly right. And thank you for calling me Jack Fritz, Howard, not James Fritz, like he did last <laughs> week, which wow. is, which hurts. Well, did he tweet it or did he say? He it? said it on the air. Now I think it's a combination of of James and I. Like, so, like he, we're the two producers. He listens to the most. Yeah, he just morphs you guys together. <laughs> I was down at Sixers practice this week, uh, a Sixers shoot around, I should say, with um with Howard. Let me say, watching him construct a tweet in real time. Yeah, it's thrilling. How long does it take? It's thrilling. I, I mean, five six minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's not a quick one. No, it's not. He's very. You know, he tries hard. It's fun to watch. Seems like Dave Breitmeyer is ready to get out of here. He's tapping his foot very, very aggressively. And I you guess too much to say. I guess we will get out of here. It's been a fun two hours here at the Park Casino and Sportsbook, even though I will not be walking out of here $15 richer. That you could is, next time, though. That is okay. Next time here, I promise, I'm, I'm bringing winners only. Elliot, it's been fun. I look forward yes. to all your coverage this week Thank on you. the website, on Twitter. Wednesday at McGurk's and Horsham will be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's been Jack Fritz, Elliot Short Parks, live from Park Casino and Sportsbook. Ricky Ricardo is coming up next. Talk to you all soon.